Welcome to the Passion and Purpose Podcast. I'm Dr. Adam Schecht, and I'd like to thank you all for being here. During these podcasts, I share my thoughts and approaches for creating more passion and purpose in our lives, personally and professionally. And I also interview experts and thought leaders in the community about how they cultivate passion and purpose. If this is your first time listening to the Passion and Purpose podcast, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a clinical psychologist licensed in the state of California. I've worked as a psychotherapist, a couples counselor, and a relationship coach since 1991. I work with my clients both in my office in Los Angeles as well as around the world through Skype and telephone. And my areas of expertise are supporting my individual clients in finding more passion and purpose in their lives and in helping committed couples reignite the passion in their relationships. You can find out more about me at my website, thepassiondoctor.com. Or if you're serious about transformation and want to schedule a complimentary consultation, you may call me at 323-487-1140. 323-487-1140. But enough about me. I am really excited about today's guest and her topic. You may love exercise, or you may not love exercise, but your body does. You may not love exercise, but your body does. And I heard that uh, from my friend Crystal Lowry uh, maybe three or four months ago, those words, and it is really has stuck with me. And that's why I've invited her in, in uh, to the Passion and Purpose podcast, because I am such a strong believer in the mind-body connection. So I'm really grateful to have Crystal here to speak about health and fitness. After all, we, we need our health in order to live our fullest, to express ourselves fully, to love fully, to live our life purpose. That's what my work and the Passion and Purpose podcast are about. But I, I really love Crystal. She really walks her talk. Crystal Lowry is an ACE, ACE certified personal trainer. She's a master sports nutritionist. She's a professional figure competitor in the IFBB. And she's got more than 20 years of experience in the fitness industry. Her mission is to inspire and empower people to participate in their daily lives with strength and vitality. So welcome to the Passion and Purpose podcast, Crystal. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Adam. That was an awesome introduction. And uh, I am honored to be on your call and to speak to your audience. So thank you again for the invite. Um, absolutely. I admire you you so much. Um, so, Crystal, you've been into sports, nutrition, and health your, your entire life. You, you respect your body and your health. How did you get interested in that? Yes, that is, in fact, true. I really have been active my entire life. Um, you know, literally started sports and activity at the age of about four years old, starting into wow. gymnastics. And so it's been a it's been quite a journey. And um, I'm happy to share as much as or as little of that with you and your audience as you'd like me to. Well, a little bit, uh, I think, background, because the inquiring minds are always interested. And then we'll get into the, the meat of things on, on what people can do, how you can support them in in creating the, the physical lives and hence the, the full lives that they want. Certainly. Yeah. You know, so obviously just sharing that I've been in sports most of my life. And then I realized in sports, the 
team, um, you know, collaboration and mm -hmm. being with like-minded people was something that just really fed my soul more than like what you were talking about, more than just the physical attribute that the mind, body, and soul is all connected. And yes. as I can, as I continued, um, you know, out of high school, when you go into college, if you're not drafted onto a team or things like that, then sports become a little bit more recreational. You launch into your, you know, uh, adulthood, if you will, and sometimes mm -hmm things go by the wayside, which is usually the physical activity. And it's unfortunate that it happens that way. But for me, right. it was really the stress reliever in my life. So I continue to keep my exercise and fitness in check. It was an imperative part of my day. I was going to school full time. I was working full time. And I knew that exercising would give me the energy to get mm -hmm. through those long days. And so I really mm -hmm. just kept it in as a status quo, if you will. Mm -hmm. And um, I was very inspired at about the age of 18, 19 years old. When I saw my first fitness competition on TV, I was very attracted to the women. And what I saw was that they were strong, mm -hmm. they were feminine, they were beautiful, and they were displaying themselves in a way that I just really resonated with. This was not bodybuilding, but this was the true essence of a feminine body, but in strength. It embodied mm -hmm. athleticism and strength. And I was very much attracted to that and saw myself doing that. And that was, again, at the age of about 18, 19 years old. And as we mentioned earlier in my introduction, I am a professional figure competitor. And I'd like the audience to know that I had that dream that I wanted to do that at the young age of 18 and 19. And I did not even compete in my first fitness competition until the age of 30. Wow. Well, it's sticking to your dreams. You were persistent. So um, I certainly ad admire all of that. And one thing you mentioned, which I think is really important for, for listeners, is, is that you stuck with it in whatever way it could be. And it was a stress buster for you. It, it was a stress buster and released that that uh, tension and anxiety perhaps that we feel just in in life and and that's so important i think my listeners may not be aware of this and i'm not trying to put myself out of a job but the research shows that for uh, people with mild to moderate depression three time a week um, at minimum of 20 minutes of cardiovascular uh, exercise getting your heart rate up to your target rate is just as effective as talk therapy in dealing with that mild to moderate uh, depression so it's it's so vital. It's so vital, don't you think? Oh, yes. And I, you know, I, I could not agree more. And as we mentioned, that it was a stress reliever for me. And, and um, when you ask, how have I stuck with it? I, I'd like to share with the audience, because as we dig into the meat of this call, I think it's important um, mm -hmm. that everyone understand that, you know, it wasn't always easy for me to make time for exercise, but it became to the point that I realized I must schedule it in my schedule as important as any other appointment. And there was right. many times I had to move mountains to make that happen. And so, for example, prior to being in the industry that I'm working in now, I did used to work a corporate job. I punched a clock. I drove in traffic. And there was mm -hmm. many times, Adam, that I had to mm -hmm. rearrange my schedule. And there was times I was at the gym at 4 a.m. Yes, I just said I was at the gym at 4 a.m., which means I got up at about 3.30. Mm -hmm. There were other times I was at the gym after the normal commute and the normal evening traffic, which was again, 6.37 in the evening. There was times I tried the lunch hour workout. So there was many different ways that I attempted to get my exercise in until I got in the groove to find mm -hmm. what worked for me. But um, I don't believe that you'll put yourself out of job. I believe that everything works very synergistically, but mm -hmm. absolutely. I just posted on Facebook today, as a matter of fact, about the fact that 
exercise not only is it good for the physical attribute, what people see, mm -hmm. the you know what meets the eye, but it's so much more than that. It really does help us stay focused. It releases the endorphins, and of course, we could talk about all those kind of things for for days on end. But right. it's absolutely a necessity to get movement as a part of your life, even if it is. 10, 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes I encourage many of my clients mm -hmm. to do a 10 minute walk at the beginning of the day and a 10 minute at mm -hmm. the end of the day. And that does uh, miracles right. for them. Well, those are the things I think that are important because Crystal, you're one of the most disciplined, disciplined people I know. And yeah, you can do this and you've been doing it. You've built healthy habits for over 20 years in, in your life. But you know, we all face personal challenges and we still have to find that way to take care of ourselves. Self-care is so important. I tell that uh, to my psychotherapy interns too. If you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be in, in a position to, to help your clients either. So do you have any other tips on that for when we face those challenges, creating a schedule, sticking to it, being creative in different ways? Any, anything else people could try for that? Yes, of course. And um, you're absolutely right. You know, I'm human and we all have challenges and sometimes they're little molehills and sometimes they feel like tsunamis. And mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. sometimes we're, you know, we're blindsided and we have to deal with things that either were unexpected or many of those things. So I know our audience can definitely relate to that. And, and this applies to um, either gender. When we talk about self-care, that's really near and dear to my heart because as a trainer, a mm -hmm. nutritionist, and a lifestyle and wellness coach, as well as a personal coach, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I would say the scales tip a little bit more over that I do work with um, right now more women than I do men, but I work mm -hmm. equally with them. I, I that yes. we're, we're all human and self-care sometimes I think it's pushed over that, um, you know, maybe it's more for the female gender. And right. uh, I would definitely like to put a stop to that myth and say that it's imperative for any human being. And many times in this busy, hectic life, you know what we do? We take care of everyone else and we don't take care of ourselves. But yes. as uh, when you board a plane and they give you the instructions, whether or not we pay attention, but they mm -hmm. always instruct any parent on the plane that they're going to put the mask on themselves before they put it on their children so they can better attend to things and this is the same principle here mm -hmm. so how I encourage my clients to really fit this in rather than looking at exercise of when they have time yes I really give them a very specific assignment and I invite them to look at it from the perspective that we're all gifted the same 24 hours in a day mm -hmm. and how we choose to use those 24 hours is unique and different for each of us and so I really coach my clients to unravel that 24 hours and we plug in the things and we put them in as priority and I definitely coach them of how the exercise is priority mm -hmm. and we actually schedule that out. Okay, perfect. Thank you for that tip. It makes so much sense uh, to us. Let, let me ask you this, Crystal, because you, as you said, you, you focus on exercise. You've also got certifications in nutrition and, and health. What's, what's more important for, for our listeners to understand and, and begin to master and, and take, take care? I know it's a chicken and the egg, but I'll put you on the spot because you are the expert. Exercise nutrition. Where should they begin? How can they do this? Well, I'm so glad that you asked that because, um, you know, in, early on in my journey, the focus was training, was exercise, was mm -hmm. go to the gym and do the workout because that's what made me feel good. Now, 
I ate very well. My nutrition was was good, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's to the level that it is now, especially understanding everything that I understand. But here's how this works very synergistically for my clients. I let them know if they were trying to plug in exercise and nutrition into their day, and this was like a jigsaw puzzle on their coffee table that they were putting together. Mm -hmm. And they put one piece in somehow there's still one piece missing. And mm -hmm. many times they are looking for it and they think, well, why is this not working? And that puzzle piece actually fell on the floor and it slipped under something and they couldn't see it. So I'm going to say that they're equally imperative and um, mm -hmm. they, they both work with each other. Once upon a time when I was only doing the exercise to the level that I do now and I did not have the application of the nutrition as I do now, I wasn't reaching optimal results. So I coach my clients that getting started with a little bit of movement and for mm -hmm. me to do an, a total analysis of their nutrition, mm -hmm. I offer them very simple tips and mm -hmm. suggestions to start moving in the direction where things can start to assist them. There's so much science behind nutrition and brain chemistry yes. as there is with exercise and brain chemistry. So mm -hmm. they go hand in hand, Adam, and I really coach my clients that progress in the right direction mm -hmm. is definitely progress in the right direction. You know, mm -hmm. that we don't have to strive for perfection. It does not mean you have to eat perfect. And we could tie into this of talking about the word diet. I really look at it from the standpoint is, you know, looking at the quality of your nutrition or the quality of your diet, meaning what do you consume? Your diet is what you consume. Mm -hmm. uh, a cow at a pasture, their diet should be, um, you know, what they eat organically out of the ground and that's their diet. So mm -hmm. we can, we can really unpack that word too. Right. There's so many diets, so many fads, so many ways to not have to be consistent that people binge on that. So it's, um, I, I um, have new respect for you because now I see you as a scientist as well, really exploring these things and, and finding out how to work with people. Um, I want to go back to something you're, you're saying in terms of, of self-care and putting the, the, uh, the oxygen mask on you before the, before the others and I think that plays out in all our lives so much in, in uh, uh, I would call that uh, codependence in terms of I want to take care of everyone else more than myself and being in, in the helping professions. I think we have that tendency to, to give and give and give and not take as good a care of ourselves. So we really owe it to ourselves to, to make sure we have as healthy a mind and, and a psyche as we can to deal with our, our bodies and create health there, to deal with our spirits. I, I think there's a mind-body-soul connection, as, as you said, that's so important. And, you know, do you have any any recommendations in in that area how to, and I know you've you've struggled uh, uh, yourself in, in that caretaking role too, and any recommendations for people on how they can put themselves first, at least for some part of the day, to to build their own lives? Yes, absolutely, Adam. And, and of course, you know, when I share with my audiences, I, I share with total transparency. I, I, I believe that through my own journey, I can assist others in having breakthroughs and um, really being able to look at their life under a microscope and to live the life that they were designed to live. And so mm -hmm. um, I struggled in this arena, you know, at many times and never really looked at the word codependency. But, you know, mm -hmm. from a female perspective, I'm, um, you know, someone that's nurturing and wanted to take care of others and mm -hmm. that really went to an extreme level. I was um, 
you know, a grown up before I should have been. I was the oldest child. So there was many, many dynamics that led into that. And um, I was very fortunate on one side that I still kept exercise in as part of my day because it had really been ingrained. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. practice doesn't necessarily make perfect. Practice makes permanent. It mm -hmm. became a permanent part of my DNA, if you will. And I, I know that you can appreciate that terminology, but yes. it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean just because I physically looked fit on the outside that the inside was feeling the same. And I really had to go on my own personal growth journey and discovery and learning this. And so here's here's some of the things I've learned. I, I've mm -hmm. learned that through my journey, I could have very well have gone to school to be a sports psychologist. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, but what I learned was that there were certain things I was responsible for. There were certain things I was responsible to in my life. And here's some of the premise I coach my clients from is mm -hmm. that no one is going to do the exercise for you. Mm -hmm. No one is going to feed you the proper food with a spoon. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are in the demographic that you can afford to have a trainer and you can afford to have a chef and you can have all those things, that is fantastic. However, you must have the mindset that you're responsible to do some of the action and there's huge rewards with the action. And so learning and coaching people and coaching myself, Adam, coaching mm -hmm. myself to say that you know what? Other people had to learn to do certain things for themselves. The value behind actually doing the process yes. is huge. You know, there's an action step and doing the process for yourself that is paramount. And so that's my coaching. You know, it really comes down to we all have a responsibility mm -hmm. for ourselves to take care of ourselves and others as they contribute to us. Those are just icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. No, it makes total sense. I love you keep coming up with these statements. I'm going to have to put this one on Facebook for sure. Practice makes permanent. I mean, that's that's a great one. Practice doesn't necessarily make perfect, but practice makes permanent. And from a from a, a neuropsychology standpoint, our neural network, the more we ingrain things in, the more they will naturally go there. So that's what I want to encourage people to do. And I'm, I'm so happy to have you on the call because you are a practitioner. You've been practicing, you walk your talk, you're doing this and, and facing the challenges and doing it anyway, which is what we need to do in all areas of our lives is to face that, to, to look at that. You, you also mentioned the difference, uh, and maybe you can elaborate a little more, responsible for and responsible to. Yes, absolutely. I believe... Um when we become very in tune with our bodies and who we are, mm -hmm. we start to understand that as humans, we have responsible responsibility to certain things in our life and we're, we're responsible for certain things in our life. Mm -hmm. And I think first and foremost, we all should be responsible for ourselves. We yes. should must step into your life to take responsibility for yourself. And we could unpack this in a lot of different ways. This could mm -hmm. look like, you know, if you're an adult and most of your life you've maybe been enabled and, and you know, someone hasn't really shown you the steps to take responsibility for yourself and your actions, that would be an example of what that looks like. So from a coaching perspective in sports or team sports, a coach can lead a team of people, but everybody on that team is responsible for their action. They're responsible to show up to 
to practice. They're responsible for their part of the team. Mm -hmm. And together mm -hmm. they start to work that way. But a coach can't make you do it. As a trainer and a nutritionist, I cannot do the work for my clients. So right. there becomes a responsibility. So when you ask someone and you enlist in someone's services and you enroll a coach to assist you, the coach is going to support you and they're responsible to report at your session. They're responsible to be there for you because that's what you've asked them to do and that's the agreement that you have. But they can't re be responsible for your actions. And mm -hmm. so there's a clear definition there from a coaching perspective mm -hmm. that that's exactly it. And so I've, I've learned how to best coach my clients and they get the best results when they can hear it that way because honestly, I've had clients say, Crystal, can't I just pay you the money to do the work for me. And they giggle. <laughs> they giggle, right? You're laughing. Uh -huh. and, yeah. and, it's, and we can almost look at this and go, yes, gosh, I could see people saying that. And many of our audiences right now might be chuckling just as you are and saying, mm -hmm. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh, I really wish this. And this is why, Adam, this ties into our title of our podcast today, mm -hmm. is that through my years of experience, when I experience that with clients, I have clients that are very honest with me and I appreciate that. And they say, you know what? I don't really love exercise. It's not been my favorite thing to do. And uh, when they start to become responsible for themselves and they really start to get rigorously honest, mm -hmm. they understand that they're responsible for their health and therefore they take the action steps, but they might not love it. So mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. the tie-in right there is that you might not love it, but your body is going to appreciate it. It's going to give you longevity and a life yes. that you feel healthy and you have more vibrancy and you have more, you know, more energy just to participate in your daily life, which is why my mission statement is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Strength and vitality in your life. I mean, don't those two words just sound so powerful and, and I, you can hear my passion and my conviction yes, behind my voice because that is what gets me out of bed in the morning. It gets me out of bed to show up for myself mm -hmm. so then I can in turn show up for others. No, that's, that's outstanding content. I think that explanation is, is so uh, uh, great for people there. I, I think people should replay that one over and over. I was chuckling uh, as well when you, you talked about um, people wanting you to exercise for them. I, I had a client uh, this morning who's um, having some issues with her husband, and, and uh, she said, uh, can, can you uh, can you tell him what I, I want to tell him? And, and uh, so she wants me to do the work for her too. I said, well, I think you can just tell him directly. If you can't, come on in and we'll do a couple session. But people, uh, tongue in cheek, but I think deep down part of us really are children that want mommy and daddy to do the work for us so we don't have to own it. And that's part of being an adult, being a, a grown-up is is taking responsibility, understanding responsible for and responsible to. So I think that that was just so well stated. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you. And then um, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about what you have to offer uh, uh, people as well. But for people that are choosing at this point not to, to have a personal trainer, not to have a, a personal chef, whatever, what, what are a first good step or two that they can take to balance their physical, their nutritional exercise and all that, what's, what's something they could do? Yeah, absolutely, Adam. And, and because anybody can move and anybody can do anything. And, um, you know, not everybody requires a trainer or a nutritionist. And I also like to clarify that many times people look at that as a, as a luxury. And if, we're, mm -hmm. if we set aside economics and we set aside the financial aspect, but someone sees it, unfortunately, as a luxury, whether they had the finances or not, I'd mm -hmm. like to invite people to consider that sometimes it just really shows up as an accountability. But if mm -hmm. people are accountable for themselves, 
which can be challenging at times for clients and or people in general to be accountable to show up for themselves. They'll show up for anyone else, but sometimes they don't put themselves first. And, yes. uh, you know, that's another conversation about uh, deserving and, and worthiness. And but mm -hmm. let's let's assume that at the beginning of this year, you know, January 1st was just around the corner and people are enlightened and inspired to be mm -hmm. in better health. And so what steps can they start to take as they really can start to see for themselves that they are really serious about making some changes and that yes. they're going to embark on the journey of a of a lifestyle change and what that looks like, Adam, that could be simply as something as that they can make a commitment to the themselves to meet themselves where they're at and they can say you know I'm going to go for a, a walk outside for 10 minutes a day and they could start with that and they mm -hmm. can also say from a nutrition standpoint I'm going to increase my water consumption by just one glass today and mm -hmm. I'm going to honor my sleep schedule by making sure I get to bed and get up at the same time and follow those patterns. Those would be some really simple steps to start with. And then, you know, if they were inspired to want to do maybe some weight training and they really didn't know where to start, the Internet is, a, it, you know, a information highway. You could Google and mm -hmm. you could YouTube something and um, they could certainly find some very easy steps to follow in the comfort of their own home mm -hmm. and uh, there's so much information out there they can just start making better healthier choices um, as far as food goes as well again a click of a button on the internet to inquire about a healthier choice than what they're currently doing those would start to move them in the direction of creating a habit around making healthier choices on an ongoing basis because the compound effect is really what takes in place here Yes, that, that totally makes sense, the, the small, simple steps. And I'm so glad that you brought up something that I hadn't mentioned, which is sleep. We, we need rest to, to recharge our nervous system, to recharge our body. Such an important thing, especially in, in uh, our Western society, sleep seems to be given short shrift. We don't appreciate how much we really need it. Agreed. And from an athlete perspective, you know, that's a... You know, that's another echelon, if you will, is that athletes, you know, but we all, we all are athletes inside. We mm -hmm. all are built that way and we do require the rest so mm -hmm. it can recover our bodies and rejuvenate them and get them ready for the next day. And I think I've, I've, I've been studying sleep um, more particularly in the last few months. Mm -hmm. And uh, where there's been told, you know, certain people need so many hours and in Western society, people pride themselves on saying that they don't need as much. And I think now they're starting to look into the quality of the sleep. And I, I would right. agree with that. I believe that there's a certain amount for each person. Each person really organically knows what works best for them, but what type of sleep they're actually getting and the quality of their sleep. And that really ties into nutrition. What are you putting into your bodies? Mm -hmm. How is your body responding to those foods? Is the quality of sleep you're going to get? So if you're filled with toxins and you're ingesting toxins, your sleep might not be as um, deep of a sleep, you might not get rest and uh, mm -hmm. you might sleep 10 hours a day and not, and still not feel rested. Right. It's, it's so critical. As you said, so many people are even just um, regular substances, caffeine and alcohol. How many people use those? And we know caffeine is impacting your sleep. Alcohol gives the illusion of sleepiness. And yet we know that it interrupts the sleep cycle too. So nutrition is so, so critical for this. Absolutely. Cool. Well, Crystal, uh, thank you so much for this stellar content. Uh, it, it really has been wonderful. The time is, is flying by. Uh, I'll have to invite you back another time when, when, when we can make that happen because there's just so much you, you have to offer. But um, 
for those Passion and Purpose podcast listeners who want to learn more about you and your live and online health programs, what are you offering these days? Well, thank you, Adam. It is such an honor to be a guest, and I absolutely would love to be back. So thank you so much. And Great. yes, for the for the audience, and so if they're taking notes or would like to contact me, my name is Crystal Lowry, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Lowry, L-O-W-E-R-Y. My direct contact number is area code 619-922-1990. And my website is www.fitnessdesires.com. That is F-I-T-N-E-S-S-D-E-S-I-R-E-S. And you can read about me there. My services, I do offer a free 15-minute consult if you contact me. We will comb through the goals that you are seeking, and I will discuss all of my services. I have a plethora of services. Many of them um, are broken down into a la carte components, if you will. My um, premium package that I offer that's all-encompassed that most of my clients do see the value and hire me for is my 12-week coaching package, and I can do this long distance or in person. This is all-encompassed. This is an exercise program. This is a nutrition program, and this is personal accountability coaching to go along with the programs, and um, I would love to discuss that with anyone that is really serious about taking that journey of really making this a permanent part in their life. The lifestyle mm -hmm. shift, the 12-week coaching program is the absolute best program. No, it's I, I absolutely endorse Crystal on this. I have a number of friends around the country, and in fact, outside the country, I have a friend uh, in Canada who is, is coaching with Crystal, and she is just ecstatic with the results. She's actually um, getting ready to train for a marathon, which is blowing everyone's mind that knows her, because no one would think that that's her thing. So, yeah, she's doing fantastic, Adam. Yeah, Thank you. So I yes, know. anyone that is serious about that, they can contact me directly and we can discuss all the components of the program, the pricing and the, um, you know, getting everybody started mm -hmm. and understanding. Mm -hmm. I, I'd like to share just one last thing with the audience is mm -hmm. that many times if people um, go to my website and they see a picture and they see that I've done fitness competitions, I've I've definitely heard before thinking, oh gosh, you know, Crystal, I, I'm not to your level. I can't work with you. And I really like to emphasize that I meet all of my clients wherever they're at and um, it is my objective to continuously educate the populace on how to get started and embarking on this lifestyle journey and so wherever you're at if you think this is not for you and that conversation is going on in your head then I invite you to at least reach out and ask all the questions so you can make an educated decision if this is the right program for you and if this, you know, in whatever it is that you need to do to get yourself in movement, um, that's the objective in the long haul. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Crystal, for being here with me today, for sharing your, your wisdom. I am really grateful for the time together and I'm sure uh, the listeners of the podcast are as well. Well, thank you so much, and uh, I look forward to meeting all of you someday soon, maybe at a live event with your audience. Thank you, Adam. Absolutely. And that is it for today's Passion and Purpose podcast with Crystal Lowry. If you've enjoyed this podcast and gained something from it, please, please review us at iTunes. This keeps us high in the ranking so that more people will find out about our podcast and listen and learn. Remember, I also blog about passion and purpose in relationship, in career, and in your life at my website, thepassiondoctor.com. You can learn more about me and my programs there. If you're serious about working with me 
want to create more passion and purpose in your life, you can call for a complimentary 20-minute uh, telephone consultation at 323-487-1140. So that's it for tonight's show. I'm Dr. Adam Sheck with the Passion and Purpose Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Live with passion and purpose. <laughs>